This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Torrential rainfall expected. Inside access to the castle with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Valor Home. Honor, respect, trust your home to Valor. Join their mission at ValorHome.com. So we had an exercise yesterday about the Ravens hypothetically trading for Julio Jones. Now, while one Jason Lock and Fora has said that that was always incredibly unlikely that it was going to happen. Uh, some other quote insiders are now saying today the Ravens are out on Julio Jones, <laughs> even though Jason has they, they told us never in, they were never okay. in. So that's fine. Uh, anywho, we we had this exercise yesterday about whether or not you would, if you as as a fan would. Like to see the Ravens trade either Hollywood Brown or, or Rashad Bateman for Julio. And, and uh, for the actual poll and the results, let's go to our producer, Cordell Woodland. Cordell? All right, guys. And uh, <laughs> Thank you. make sure we let the listeners know that they can follow us on Twitter at IA1057TheFan to keep up with all the inside access. Uh, the poll reads, Kenny and Jason don't see the Ravens being factors for Julio Jones regardless, and definitely not unless the Falcons ate the salary, but wondered with a fifth-year option looming for Hollywood, would it make sense to deal one of them to win now with Julio? Uh, and the winner came in at I trade neither Hollywood or Bateman. Um, second place was I trade Hollywood at 36.2%. I'm sorry, I trade neither was 50%. Oh. Um, I trade Hollywood 36.2%. I trade either 10.1% and I trade Bateman 3.7%. So it's 50-50, really. It's split between whether they would deal a young receiver for an old receiver. And and that receiver, for the most part, was Hollywood Brown. Right. Because only, it sounds like 13% would either trade either or Bateman. Right. Yeah, so. And we were 30-something with with, with Hollywood. With Hollywood. Yeah, so. I thought the Hollywood part might be a little higher. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. um, 50 50, I, I guess. What do we have? Did we get over a thousand response to this one? The football ones to do pretty well. Uh, we did. We got uh, a little over a thousand fifty. Okay. Um, so that's a decent sample size. Yes. Yeah, I, I, you know, how this plays out, and look, again, the reality was they're not trading either of these guys no. for Julio Jones because they're not trading for Julio Jones unless no. the Falcons want to, you know, eat $5 million, which they're not doing. And Julio Jones will have something to say about where he wants to go, and I, I don't know that this would be, uh, you know, super high on his list. It hasn't been for many accomplished receivers. So, mm-hmm. but he's the right age for receivers that the Ravens trade for. Yeah, but or he, bring in, yeah, Steve, but Steve Smith, too much money. Yeah, I know, and they've I know. done all these other oh, things. I but I, I guess my larger point is, as this plays out, and I don't, I'm not talking about the stuff going on right now with glorified seven on sevens and 
shorts and shells. But as this plays out this summer, if if he has a cold start, and he obviously had a really cold start last year, I, it's hard to know with this new training, with with, with this new coaching staff, right? And we're going to hear from T. Martin and. Um, like how long of a lease does he have? You know, you've mm. got you, you've got a surplus of potential receivers. I'm not going to say bona fide receivers, but you've got a there's a lot of, of yeah. options all of a yes, sudden. Yes, I thought maybe Coach would chime in. Yeah, there. you never know. Greg Roman, he's, Cordell's got a lot of tape to cut. He's Cordell's got a lot of audio going he's, on. He's bu- Roman's busy. He's got OTAs. Yeah. So, like, if it is a slow start. Three weeks in, is he is he guaranteed sixty six percent of the snap of, of the passing snaps or more? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, how much multiplicity is there now? Even I, taking Julio Jones completely out of this, I guess what I'm saying is, I'm surprised less people weren't more inclined to say, "Okay, we've seen a couple years of Hollywood. I would be more than willing to to trade whatever that chip might be the next two years for what I think Julio Jones could be in 2021. I think there's another variable here. While you and I both love Devin Duvernay, nothing that the Ravens have shown has told us that they feel the same way. Well, except for trading down before they took a receiver a bunch of times and then making him the first receiver they took oh, I get in that. a generational receiver draft. I'm just telling you based on what we saw last year. Like he, like we Every week we're like, well, let's, we hope we see more Devin Duvernay yeah. this week. And, and we frankly well, saw Well, you less. look at the next-gen stats and his sprint speed on returns is as high as anybody in the league and you're watching him beat people one-on-one in the return game. And he takes one to the house against Kansas City. And mm. when you do run a little toss or a pitch for him, he gets 42 yards against the I Bengals. Agree. So it's not like we were making it up, Kenny. No, I agree, but it's just like wh- where where are the plays for for this guy? Well, why? well, that's what I'm saying though. Maybe T. Martin and these other eyes are like, well, wait a minute. We really don't care about what was going on last November against the Browns when it's do or die, and this kid's not on the field. We don't mm-hmm. really care about what happened in January when the center couldn't snap the ball and Lamar gets knocked out of the game. We know what works best for us and yeah. what body types work best for us. And you've got a bunch of guys who, who could conceivably play at least two different receiver positions, in some cases maybe three. Mm-hmm. How does that shake out? And how much collateral will who drafted you and when they drafted you and how much you've played the last two years matter when we get into this thing this year. I mean, obviously, Greg Roman's calling plays. He's kind of the ultimate decider. He knows who he's calling plays for, and he knows what personnel groups he favors and who's in those personnel groups. Um, And last year, Duvernay wasn't in a lot of them. No, but might he move up the the pecking order if others are slow starters? Yeah, like Hollywood, quite frankly, was invisible the first half of last year. Yeah. We, we were and was, Boykin's running the wrong route. You yeah. know what I mean. So it's just like I, I'm not even considering how, how open to change will they truly be? How much say will these new voices have? And how much change will we see manifest itself through August into September? You know, I, they always call it a meritocracy. We know that ultimately it's not because yeah. the guys who draft these got dudes. They don't want to cut them and make themselves look like we yeah. bleeped it up again, especially at this position. But will a Deion Kane get a fair shake? Will a James Prochet get a fair shake? 
I, I was just about to say, Jason, and, and and I would love nothing more than for Miles Boykin to blow to blow up and have a great season. But quite frankly, based on what I've seen the last two years, I, I'd like to see more of Deion Kane than Miles Boykin. Though I think Deion Kane's stuck in a numbers situation here. I mean, he could be, but it, some of them are going to get hurt. Right, Sammy Watkins talked today, you know, and we're going to hear a whole lot more from him later. But I think at one point he said, you know, in this league, you know, the injury rate is 100%. Well, no, the, the ouchie rate's 100%. <laughs> I mean, the being asked to play through significant pain is yeah. 100%. The, that superhuman stuff is baked into the cake. Um, but, but no, you don't want everybody to be injured, full-blown injured, 100% of the time. But obviously injuries are a big part of his story. 14 missed games over the last three seasons alone. So... Some of this will play out. The numbers game will whittle by attrition. But I also wonder how quickly they will be willing to say, you know, I know who we drafted Hollywood to be and what that expectation was. But if we are going to have to make a decision about a fifth-year option and paying him $13 million a year, well, maybe he's not going to run the full route tree. Maybe he's never going to be a guy who shows up a whole lot across the middle. Maybe he's not our best guy on slants and slants and goes. Maybe he's not our best yak guy. And maybe that's still a lot of what we need. And so his percentage of the pie decreases a little bit, and they focus on what he really does do well. And other people get opportunities in different quadrants in the field to shine, where in the past, that's Hollywood's job because there's no, you know what I mean? Because it's him and Willie Sneed, and then, like, you know, Boykin's not really a thing, and nobody else, Dez is not really a thing, and nobody else is really a thing, and Duvernay might be a thing, but they're not putting him on the field, so the the level of competition, if nothing else, should be infinitely yes, higher. Yes. The pressure to have a good day at practice uh-huh. at that position group should be somewhere on the meter much further than it was in the past just on human nature alone and how many bodies, potentially able-bodied characters, to make a potential impact at the receiver position there are now versus who you're really making that case for Last August. Inside Access, Jason Locken for Ken Wyman. League at Large is next, and including League at Large, uh, a, a, a Twitter war started today as someone said that if you gave players the option to speak, they would speak anyway. Jason Lockett-Four has been in many a locker room. I'm curious to get his thoughts on that. Also, did the Packers do something today which signals to everyone that they aren't trading Aaron Rodgers? I'll ask Jason that as well. I already hate the next segment, but we'll do it anyway. League at large next year on the Fed. Inside Access with Jason This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 